0: Welcome to iRefresh, where we talk about the power of prayer and God's Word. Welcome to another episode. We have my dear friend, Michelle Leonard. Welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. It's good to be here.
0: Okay, so Michelle and I, we were actually one of the very first ones to do a video, probably, what, two years ago? Yeah. And she was brave enough to come back with me because one thing I know about Michelle is she is a woman of prayer, and she knows how to intercede. And I was wanting her just to share... Highlights of things that that mean a lot to you about what God's taken you
1: on your journey of prayer. Of course, that uh, situation with Vasari really stands out, and just to see what God did in that time period, um, and where she's at now. You know, she's in Kosovo now, um, helping teach Bible study, and um, just a big part of their church leadership. And and Vasari is a young lady
0: that you'll have to go back and watch us on our one of our videos. Because Rosari has an incredible story about coming to the States here to get a heart surgery. Yeah. And she lived in a Muslim
1: country. Yes, and um, came from a Muslim family uh, through Samaritan's Purse, which is Franklin Graham's um, heart project. And um, anyway, she came to know the Lord eventually, you know, through all that. And um, so she had some issues again in Kosovo and came back, and it was just a time where um, to get her here— We had to press in and pray, and God did a miracle in bringing her here to get her heart fixed a second time. And during that time, uh, He really uh, just uh, helped her grow in her faith Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. made her strong. So when she went back, she just was prepared for, you know, what God had for her there. You have just been a blessing to me. I want to tell you that right now, Cheryl, that um, when we first uh, reconnected, you know, you were my dorm director at ORU. Wait, well, a few um, years ago. Yeah, a few years ago. And so we reconnected after a time where I had been hurt and kind of had pulled back from my from the church a little bit and anyway, you pulled me back in so I just thank you um, for doing that. It was a god and moment. Really Cuz we was. went to an event and we met up each other, yes.
0: right? And yes. so we ended up sitting together and we just had a conversation and I invited you into an Irish I believe.
1: Yeah. So that really just uh, did something to my heart again and um, You just nurtured me back. Every member of my family now, I think, has been to one of our uh, women's groups.
0: Which is brave. Okay, so because we are a women's ministry, we predominantly pray for women. However, if their men are bold enough, then they need some prayer. So we have done that. We have been able to pray for your husband and your son Mm -hmm. and and, and your daughter. It's been a wonderful experience to be able to stand with you, with your family, and tell us some of the things that you feel like— You know, God's been faithful as you have been pressing through and praying for
1: some of your family members. Well, my son specifically, when he was about five years old, um, we lived in California. And God gave me a vision while I was praying for him that he was called into the ministry. And I just saw him preaching to masses of people. And so I always knew that. And he didn't really start following that direction in college and all. Mm -hmm. And finally, when he was like in his third year of college, he called and said that he felt like he was called into ministry. And he came back went to Ramah um, and then had a breakup with a girl and he was just struggling with what he was supposed to do next. And I saw him on his um, bedroom floor, just crying out to the Lord. And I said, would you be interested in letting my uh, prayer group pray for you? And so he showed up that morning and some beautiful prophetic words were spoken over him. And even, I love how you write all that down. Um, Beautiful story. He had such clear direction after that. I uh, did mm-hmm. his internship in Springfield, um, met his wife there. Yes. And after they got married, I brought that letter back out to him that had everything written down he had in, in wow. his bedroom. And he and his wife sat down and read it. It was just beautiful to see what God had brought to pass through those um, prophetic words.
0: You know, Michelle, when you're talking about how we, were write, we write things down, we talk about that as a scribe who writes down in some stationery. And we have scriptures, and we want to make sure people know is, You know, we may make mistakes, but our goal is we have a scripture for them to encourage them to pray it through and see if that's, you know, what God intended for them. And then the great thing is when we have that scripture or the scriptures that are included in that, that they can take that away. And I've heard that over and over. They have that stationary, right? (laughs) That they can take with them and they hold on to the word of God in their lives. Mm -hmm. So I think it's beautiful to see how you've even brought it up to see like, reminding us of when the answers, a prayer happened through, yeah. you know, the things that we've written down in the past. So I love that. That's really what Ira Fresh wants to do is take the essence of those messages so we can reflect back and see when God actually answers those prayers. Mm-hmm. That's powerful.
1: Yeah. Um, that was one huge thing. My daughter had some struggles in college with a roommate situation and it seemed like there was no way out of it. Mm-hmm. And we prayed for her. Um, and God did a miracle in that situation and other things in her life that... um. But isn't that the key
0: though, is when you you share, you're willing to share your needs. Because I don't, you know, we're not meant to to live our our walk with the Lord alone. That he, there is that community where God wants us to link our faith up with someone else. Because sometimes there's a days we need that encouragement or someone is standing with us and believing and knowing you have that backing, Mm-hmm. I think to me, that's where my takeaway, even with as being a part of a group of women who pray
1: yes.
0: is yes. it strengthens me. And I have that reassurance that I'm covered when sometimes you don't we don't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. But we have other ones who are like, wow, they Lord has shown and direct them how to pray the word over their lives. And that's what's I, I enjoy that we've had opportunity to be able to pray and see that God's been faithful to answer the cries of their heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Word says when two or more are gathered in His name that He's here um, in our midst. And, yeah, so many times when we got together and prayed, we just felt His presence. And, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's been such a blessing having you all.
0: And I, I love how when the Lord calls you, when we have someone who comes for, for us to pray together for, even if it's not your family member, the, I love your passion for those people, that you truly, with an intercessory prayer, like you feel for them. There is there is a, a um, connection that you have to be able to press through. Um, sometimes, a lot of times as a stranger, mm. but that passion that God has put in your heart to be able to pray for them has been beautiful.
1: Yeah, and I will say that's not like a natural thing that I have. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely just leaning into the Father and sensing His heart and um, just allowing the Holy Spirit to show me things and, and pray, pray through the, through that. Um, like I said, it's not like I'm not a really an emotional person, but I know mm-hmm. when I just um, become sensitive to the Holy Spirit and um, spend time in the Lord's presence that His mm-hmm. heart comes through. And I know we had talked earlier about intercession and how um, just I'll sense that burden. And in the past, there were times that mm-hmm. I held on to that burden before I really understood what all that was about. And um, Having a greater understanding of just knowing to lift that up before the Lord that I'm not to carry that that burden right. is um, yes you are to pray for this person but you're not to carry that you are to lift that up to me um, it's not your responsibility to solve exactly the need. And I'm a fixer so um, so have you that was okay, okay so let me ask you have you found
0: where if it's something where you have the capacity to actually help to fix or be part of the
1: prayer answer have you done that as part of that burden. Um, Yeah, I mean, lots of times, like I'm the person, I want to bring the meal, I want to do the gift. And um, although God has used that as an open door, like to to bring a meal, then have an opportunity to pray for somebody. But um, I can't focus on that. I really need to use that. That's an avenue for me
0: to be able to But what a blessing, you know, when you serve others like that. Because I've actually, I've had some people over time, they will say, you know, Michelle brought me food. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I'm like, so, you know, you back it up. So her number is <laughs> yeah, no, no, not a good guy. That, that's where I just do pick up and drop off. But yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, but I, I but I love that it's it's more than just praying, but you're also you act it out. You act yeah. in love and you respond to
1: people's needs. Sure. Yeah, I guess faith without works is dead and that, but but yeah. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little too, about um healing. Um and, mm-hmm. and praying for healing. Um you know, we both are ORU grads. Right. Um, when I was about five years old, my grandfather was healed of um, cancer. And I remember my mom calling the mm. prayer tower uh, wow. at ORU. So I uh, lived in Maryland at the time. And somehow that just, God put something in my heart And at that time. Yeah. And so um, my mom was also healed of a, a heart element later on. And um, mm. so I know God's... Um, Put that on my heart as well. You know, the word says, "If we lay hands on the sick, that they shall recover." And I know that's God's will, mm-hmm. um, and that's such a blessing. And I, I feel like that God is calling the church now um, to really minister that to the hurting—not just not just, yes. not just uh, physical uh, sickness, but hurting—that um, right. we, the church, we need to be Jesus' hands and feet and His heart and minister to the hurting in the world, and right now there's just so much division, and um, I just think the church needs to be the light.
0: And when you first came and started working with me with iRefresh, you talked about how your hands were, um, you felt like God was going to anoint your hands to heal, but with being a nurse, how have you seen God use your hands to be the, the hands and feet of Jesus, whether it was emotional or physical healing? Hmm. You know,
1: um, in the hospital, there's plenty of opportunities to pray. People are at their, at their worst um, and very open yeah. to prayer. And working at a, a Catholic hospital, I, I had that privilege to be able to do that. And so mm-hmm. uh, many opportunities for um, people just um, praying after surgery, mm-hmm. Um Praying when they're hurting, praying with family members—it uh, was just a, a great open door.
0: Do you sense that? Like sometimes people feel like they get their hands get hot or warm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like what is it that you feel like? Okay, I'm. I'm. Besides just the act of praying, do you feel like God does brings an anointing on you to be able? This is now. I need to go release His healing power, whether it's what they're needing physically.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, it's not like all of a sudden I get hot all over it. It's more of a a, um, a heart sense. Okay. And sometimes it's a brokenness, like being broken for these people. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times I do feel warmth in my hand mm-hmm. um, when I pray for people. Let me ask you, too, what about the times
0: when you've prayed, maybe for a long period of time, and how do you a- a- a tackle the ones that are not being answered? Mm-hmm. What's what's your mindset, or what is it um, you just keep on believing, and you just keep bringing it before God, or you get discouraged? How do you
1: process? I think it's always important that we pray God's will. And Mm -hmm. so um, just seeking out God through His Word, seeing what His Word says about that situation, um, asking asking Him to show me, you know, just through the Spirit. Um, And also sometimes it's just being persistent and not giving up. Uh, we talked earlier about that scripture, the unjust judge, the widow going before an unjust judge, and mm-hmm. the judge finally giving in because I'm like so tired of this woman, <laughs> woman bothering me. And you know, right. we have a loving heavenly father that mm-hmm. um, the word says too, if a father asks for, his child asks a father for uh, bread, he's not gonna give him a stone. And so our loving heavenly father is wants to bless his children. So mm-hmm. I focus on that. I know that he wants to give good gifts to his children. And if this unjust judge is going to just give this lady what she wants just because he's tired of her asking, you know, how much right. more will my Heavenly Father? As long as I know I'm praying His will. And so I really try and seek out His will mm-hmm. above anything. So. so
0: when you're seeking, for those who may not know what that under, understanding might be, seeking is time in the Word, mm-hmm. it's praying and asking Him to show you direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like you also have other people that
1: maybe help to confirm what something you're praying through on? Yeah, I, and I do pray for that, too, that um, I would have confirmation. And sometimes it'll be like you'll listen to a sermon and you be like, oh, I just read that scripture. And, okay, okay. Lord, thank you for, for, that, okay. for that confirmation. Um, or just bringing friends across your path mm-hmm. or you reading in, in a devotional and then you picking up your Bible just to open up and it's like, okay, yeah, you're speaking So those are great times. It great? It's not always like that, but right. um, I love it when it is. And sometimes it's just pressing through. Like you think you aren't getting an answer, like what's going on. And sometimes it's just a battle. I think that we mm-hmm. don't see what's going on in the heavenlies. And I think that it's just pressing into the Father. I think this is a huge part is humility. I think sometimes we want what we want, and we think that it should go this direction, mm-hmm. but yielding to the Father's will and Humbling ourselves before Him and trying to uh, sense His heart and His direction. That's good. Because, you
0: know, when you said that, I'm like, you know, sometimes I don't know if we pause long enough. I would say my own pause to see, okay, is this your will? Because you have like, I have a feeling it seems like the right thing. Mm -hmm. But to be able to seek to, like, okay, is this your will? And being willing to put my desires. you know, on the altar and being willing, like, okay, if God answers it another way, I'm going to be okay with it. Or am I going to be like, you know, a young child? Well, sometimes us adults, we throw a fit because we don't get our way, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. I, I think it's really important when you're talking about that is seeking to see is what is God's will in a situation.
1: Right, because he knows the future. He knows right. He knows what's best for us. And so I trust him in that.
0: So even when it's something that you really, really want— that's got to be a challenge. Sure, because yeah, we think that we know what's
1: right. and We have a good idea. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's true. So what would your takeaway be as far as like some of the most important things, you as a praying woman of God, that you would want the listeners to say, like this is where, like you said, you don't give up, you don't stop. Mm-hmm. But what are some other points that you wanted to highlight to them about the prayer life that you have?
1: Um, I think one th- important thing that I learned early on was— um, Praying the word of God. You know, the Bible says if we pray his will, then we're sure to have what we ask of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're praying what is what the word says, like the Bible says that, that he desires that none would perish, but all would come to the knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. So if I'm praying for salvation for someone, I don't have any doubt, you know, that that's yes. his will, that's his heart. So it's easy for me to pray that because I know I'm praying his will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and memorizing scripture because you'll, there are times where you will come— across something in your life where you don't have your Bible there, or, mm-hmm. um, but the Holy Spirit will bring that to remembrance, yes. and and you can pray, and you can, you can trust God in that, because mm-hmm. you know His Word is true. Um, more than any of my feelings or any of that, I just know that God's Word is true, so really knowing what the Word of God says, praying God's Word, um, and just... Um, Surrendering yourself before Him and being willing to give up your wants and your desires and what you think is right in this situation Mm -hmm. um, to listen to Him. That's good. Uh, He is faithful.
0: You know, that's one thing I I love about Michelle, that she really lives out what she's talking about, is that faithfulness, and it's all key, is knowing God's Word and praying to seek what His Word is— and then when you do seek after him and you're in the word, he actually reveals it. Cause I just had an answer the other morning when I was doing a devotional. Like when you just said, I'm like, yeah, like Luke 18 was for me. I'm like, Lord, I'm going to take that as your word. His word for us is yes and amen, but we have yeah. to know what his word is. So we know how to pray. So, you know, Michelle really caps you know, puts it together so well about what I refresh is about. It's about prayer and God's word. So when we have that, mm-hmm. There's nothing we can't do when we are leaning into Him, trusting Him, surrendering to His will, and watch what He will do for us.